Welcome to the Funeral Gurus Radio. I'm your host, Robin Heppel from FuneralFutures.com. We're continuing our Tech Track Tuesday series of pre-conference interviews for the ICCFA annual convention that is going to be held in San Antonio, Texas from March 10th to 13th. Today's guest is Chuck Gallagher, who's the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for American Funeral Financial located in Greenville, South Carolina. Chuck, are you there? I am, and great to be here. Thank you. Hey, uh, my pleasure. Now, Chuck, if, um, if you could just please provide a little bit of background about yourself and, uh, and your company. Sure, be happy to do that. I um, began in the funeral industry back in 1991, and in 1993, initially with an independent, but in 1993 began um, uh, a journey with Stewart Enterprises and actually worked with Stewart Enterprises as uh, ultimately a senior VP of sales and marketing in um, the Carolinas, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, East Tennessee for a while, and then in their Texas market. So I've been in markets where we had um, uh, funeral homes and cemeteries that did as few as 50 calls a year to those that, uh, like Restland of Dallas, that did uh, 24 to 2,500 calls a year. So it's been an interesting journey. Um, left Stewart Enterprises in August of 08 and began my work with American Funeral Financial uh, in uh, the early part of uh, 2009. So it's been a fun transition. Oh, great! Well, I'm sure uh, you know you're seeing a little bit of the different side of uh, of the industry, and um, but your experience is going to really help you out with what you do now. Well, absolutely. It's um, it, it, again having the experience in in in, in the South and small firms and large firms. It makes it very easy then to to connect with firms across the United States with the insurance advancement funding and debt collection work that American Funeral Financial does. Great. Now, Chuck, you're going to be talking uh, in uh, in San Antonio about uh, social networking, and and the title is ABCs of social networking. And uh, you know, I've got to admit, Chuck, I'm a little jealous. You've got uh, way more friends than I do on Facebook, so I'm a little bit of envious uh, of you there. But uh, anyway, let's you know maybe just kind of give a little bit of background about about the issues and and how and the opportunities that you see with social networking and and the funeral industry. I'll be happy to, Robin. I think one of the first things is it's 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 kind of funny you talk about friends on Facebook and so forth. Um, I really think that it was probably a, sometime around 2006 before I even started to, to to roughly comprehend the true the true value of social networking, and uh, and quite honestly, it was my sons that that began the slow process of getting me involved. But I found pretty quickly that um, in the sales arena with, with, with my experience with Stewart Enterprises, considering how much things cost whenever you wanted to try to market products, I, I found that I was fascinated by the concept of free. <laughs> I just like that. Free really worked for me. And, and, and I'm still, I have to say, I'm still mystified by kind of how all of it works but I've, I've, I've re- resolved myself to the fact that I don't need to know how Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube can make money. That is not relevant to me. The fact is it provides a, a framework and a vehicle to be able to connect with people. And, and in many cases, for those of us in the funeral industry, either connect via improving the relationship or connecting with people in a way that they want to be connected with, their relationships, the, the social side of it, or the alternative to that is it certainly broadens and expands the uh, the scope of people 
who ultimately are going to need our service. And, and I think probably where this really hit me was one of the facilities we worked at, uh, we looked over the scope of probably five years, and, and I'm going to make the numbers really simple for me, <laughs> but of, let's say, 5,000 cremations, we found that uh, approximately 10% of them ended up in the cemetery. So, I mean, it was an immediate eye-opener that if, if, if we had performed 5,000 cremations, the funeral segment of it, the physical cremation, but only 10% of them, 500 of them, actually ended up having a, a permanent resting place in the cemetery, that meant we had 4,500 customers that did something or didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And it was an easy... I mean, it was, it, was, it was clearly an opportunity to give people closure in the cemetery uh, end of the business and, 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 a, and a clear market because they already had a relationship with us. It was simply a matter of how did we tap into that. And, and I think what got me involved with it was creating a YouTube video to help people connect the dots between the, um, the body preparation or the cremation and the uh, and the disposition and having a, a way and a form of being able to remember. And the thing that struck me about it was um, I could create a YouTube video, I could post it, it cost me nothing. Uh, it was instantly and immediately accessible to anybody that wanted to that wanted to look. And the only thing that I needed was a way to connect. Email address, for example, Facebook connection, but some way to be able to connect with people who uh, would would obviously have at least an interest in knowing more about what the process is and how we can provide them continued help. And and really, that's what got me started with this social network. Okay. And what was your response from that? You know, that first video. I'm sure it didn't uh, you know take off immediately, but I'm I'm sure it's still. Uh, you know, it's probably still out there reaping some benefit. And, and uh... well, it, 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 you're right. I mean, it wasn't like some of these um, that go viral. I, I'm still envious of people that have some video that just just goes viral. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and I hope one day I have that. I'm I'm, I'm thinking there's got to be something out there. But uh, it, but in any event, it it didn't go viral. But here's what it did do: it it provided an easy way for the baby boomer to be able to go online, to be in control, to be empowered, and for us to communicate information that up to that point, we really couldn't communicate. I mean, up to that point, Robin, the reality was you would uh, prepare some sort of, there would be an ad on the radio, there would be an ad in the newspaper, which gets thrown away the next day and sent to the recycle bin if it ever gets seen. I mean, all of those things have a very short shelf life. This video, on the other hand, is something that lives, it exists, and it can be referenced at any point in time. So the the, the reality for us is, um, at least in that particular role, the reality was we could communicate with people and let them know that, which is, by the way, baby boomers like, is they're empowered to be able to seek out information and then to choose to buy instead of being persuaded, perhaps, that a sale needs to be made. Exactly. 
and I like to I like to think of of those too, especially the educational uh, educational marketing that that people do as those are assets instead of expenses. So your 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 ad in the newspaper is an expense because, as you said, it's gone the next day. Your yellow page ad is gone at the end of the year, but that YouTube video, it's still there, and it you know you've created it. You have that upfront capital cost, you know, probably just a little bit of time, but, uh, but then it's there and, and hopefully it can then sometimes do the, I think it works very similar to how, uh, information hotlines work, where the reason why they work is that because it's kind of like a, a public statement and you're, it's not this private one-on-one conversation that maybe you're using some like sales techniques to persuade people you're you're putting it out there in the open so there's there's a little bit more uh, authenticity with it and and then people the other thing is is that they can go and they can watch it over and over again and and maybe you know as we know there's sometimes more than one person involved in making the arrangements so they you know maybe the the daughter can see the video and then she can send it over to her brother who could then watch the video and and they they've heard the same mes- message yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and, and let me go down a, 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 a bit of a different road because it all still ties into social networking. You started off with a comment about, uh, about Facebook and friends. When, when I initially uh, set up my Facebook account, I became fascinated with this concept of friends. Now, personally, if I created Facebook, I would want to call them contacts. Uh, because everybody that's listed as a friend isn't a friend. At least in the Southeast, friends are chicken-eating buddies. That's <laughs> what you have di- dinner with on Sunday. But, but there are a lot of people that you have a, a, um, an, an interest in, you have similar uh, connections in some form or fashion, and you wish to be connected. So I began the process of, of connecting with people who, who were of interest to me and I to them, and when I began connect, uh, when I, when I began my role with American Funeral Financial, it became pretty obvious to me that well, gosh, we provide services to to funeral homes and cemeteries, so I need to connect with those folks. So I went on to Facebook, which none of this is going to be new to you. It might be to some of our friends at the ICCFA, but I went on to Facebook and I looked up the National Funeral Directors Association or ICCFA members, people that affiliated with that group. And because they were affiliated with the group, I joined the group, and I began, quote, friending people on Facebook because of our mutual connection in the group. Now, as you can imagine, not everybody is going to say yes, but many will, um, just because there is that mutual connection. So not long after I had begun that process, I uh, and you know I'm here in South Carolina, I actually happened to be calling on a, a firm in South Carolina, and I knew the owner of the firm very, I mean, it, it was, it was a, a distant connection, let's put it that way. I knew his name, I knew a little bit about him, but we weren't um, connected really at all. And, and when I went to call on him, uh, he extended his hand, I shook his hand, I introduced myself, and then he looked at me and he said, wait a minute, you're my Facebook buddy, aren't you? And honestly, I really didn't remember that initial connection because he wasn't active on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But I am. And because I'm active on Facebook, he was often seeing the posts that I had. And so he felt like he knew me. 
And all of a sudden, we had instant rapport because we were Facebook friends. And obviously, as you can imagine, the outcome was positive. He signed up with our service. And, and I'm sitting back thinking to myself, wow, how easy was that to be sitting there at 10 o'clock at night watching whatever it happens to be, the mentalist on TV, <laughs> and connecting with folks on Facebook and realizing that wherever we are, we can connect and develop that relationship or that commonality because of our industry. And, and that actually creates um, a, a bit of a synergy to, uh, to, to know what's taking place. Oh, for sure. Well, this, you know, Chuck, this, this industry has been built on relationships for 100 plus years. And uh, social networks are just another place to build those relationships. It's not, uh, you know, I'm sure people are getting tired of me referencing, you know, the lodge and the church and rotary because that's what my grandfather did. But he made those connections because he was uh, he was at the place where the people were. So you know, today wow. the people, some people are still in those little in those places, but a, th a third of the U.S. population is on Facebook. So, right, um, you know, probably. Hey, Robin, I, I I have to tell you what was what was really fascinating is after we signed the guy up as as a client, we were sitting there talking. He, he made a comment about Facebook that he really wasn't active. He said, but he really liked it for one reason. And I was kind of curious. I said, so what's the reason? He said, it helps me collect my bills. And I, I just stopped, and I was, like, fascinated by that. It helps. I'm, what do you mean? He said, well, from time to time in uh, rural parts of South Carolina, you know, we will actually extend credit to families. And he said, then when they don't pay the bills, he said, most of the time before it gets to that point, I've friended them. And he said, I just watch what they say. Because he said, when I know the insurance money's come in, they typically start talking on Facebook about what they just bought. And if they haven't paid me, I know where to go and when to go. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you are awesome. Wow. Pretty I've never, uh, you know, that is, that in itself, just for your accounts receivable, <laughs> is, uh, is a good reason to be on there. Oh, that's great. Right. I mean, I'm looking at it from, from connections and sales and opportunities like that. He's looking at it from, from a collections perspective. And, you know, the, the thing about it is, whatever your motivation might be, uh, it, it just provides a vehicle that people want to connect to. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, with, with that, Chuck, um, what, like, besides that, because I think that's a gem in itself, and I've never thought of that before, what... Um, what do you see people doing right on the social networks and what do you see people doing wrong, especially within our industry? Well, in the social networks, I think the first thing is just getting involved is the right thing. Uh, and I think, Robin, obviously you're going to see at ICCFA uh, when, when you do the program that you're going to be doing that you will actually be connecting people for the first time and the simple act of doing that and helping people get past the fear is, um, is, is the right thing. Uh, now, that said, I think once you get past that, uh, there are a lot of right things that can be done. Right things in terms of um, making something work in a social networking capacity, whether that is with Facebook, whether it is a blog, 
whether it is YouTube, what, whatever the format might be, being able to connect with other people and allow them to uh, express where they are, how they are, uh, or for you as a company, uh, I'm not saying you funeral futurist, although it would apply to you, or certainly me with American Funeral Financial, but for the funeral home at a location to be able to uh, connect with families, just if nothing else, to be able to let them know um, about the luminary service that takes place, or to be able to um, provide information um, that that relates to other types of services. I can see easily if you have a Memorial Day service, all you have to do is have somebody with a flip camera doing some video of what takes place, um, a simple edit process on an Apple computer, uh, and the next thing you know, you have something that can be on YouTube, and not everybody, perhaps disabled veterans who can't attend, yet can still have um, an opportunity to become part of of the process and part of the family and part of that that group of people that interact with you and I think that's very it certainly is very positive and 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 I mean a great to, to me a great thing that can happen now you ask the negative side and and in some respects I, I don't see a lot of negative except and maybe this is just me um, but but I get kind of humored by um, the folks that get caught up in all of the little apps that um, the app providers are trying to publicize. And, and it can get to the point where in the social networking arena, if you don't understand how you can block the apps and make it something that is more suitable to what you're looking for, you can be inundated with people who want to send you the hug, the kiss, the little pony, get you on the birthday calendar and tag your picture all over the place which can be a put-off to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I don't – the one thing that I <laughs> I have not figured out yet, people posting these apps, some apps can actually get posted to my wall and I've tried to figure out how to block them and uh, it, like to block the app without blocking the person. But you know, usually I don't, I don't try to get into that because the, one of the things with the apps that people don't realize is if you sign up to use one of those applications – that company now has all of your information and and all of you and and who all your contacts are so it's uh you know you're you're opening up your your privacy window there when uh when you sign up with those apps and but you know what we can't um chuck you and i can't tell how people should live their lives and and the reason why facebook is so popular is because people can be themselves um just in a new um, in a new environment right well, it's true, you know, Robin, they certainly can, and, and, and it's not that I have anything against the app itself. I, uh, I'm kind of like you, you know, when my wall gets in, in inundated with them, it's, it's, uh, it can be a bit frustrating. And, and, and it, but, you know, here's the cool thing. Through Facebook, I've been able to connect with a lot of people who are, are much smarter than I am. Um, and and, and in, in many cases, if I have an issue or a challenge, if I don't know how to do something or I need some help with something, it doesn't take long whenever you post something on Facebook to say, hey, can you help me with X, that there will be people rushing to your aid who, who truly want to be able to do that and want to be involved in some form. So I've, I've had a lot of technical questions um, uh, answered which otherwise I would have had to uh, either postpone or pay for. 
And uh, I've been connected with a lot of, of, of very, very, very sharp folks. It also, for us, happens to be a way, but it, it connects with clients and non-clients so that, um, you know, I can, I, I can sit there and I can talk with, just like you and I right now are talking on Skype, which is quite amazing and free, uh, I can connect with, uh, with clients and non-clients and we can talk about issues and work through those in, um, in a very positive and, and, and engaging manner. Absolutely. Hey, Chuck, um, you know, before I let you go, uh, maybe can, uh, can you just share with the folks who are, are going to be there in San Antonio and even um, <clears throat> maybe give some nuggets to the people who can't make it, uh, what are you going to be talking about and what are you going to be sharing there at, uh, at ICCFA? Well, when we get to ICCFA, the, the ABCs of social networking, really, it's almost like, an, uh, um, I'm going to call it, uh, not, um, not that it maybe was intended this way, but it's almost like an intro to what you're going to be doing uh, live and in person. What I really want to do is I want to expose some ideas. I want the folks that are there to, to be able to think about uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, blogging, things of that nature, and, and, and start to, to realize that there is, um, there is power to expand and to grow their business. Let, let me give you one simple example. Uh, how easy would it be, in fact, I'm working with a funeral home right now on this very project, but how easy would it be to, uh, to write a blog entry about uh, every person that that particular facility serves? Now, most of the time, you and I see the, the, what I'm going to call the perfunctory obituary, which generally is pretty boring. But what if in the arrangement conference, what if we were able to sit there and we really found out what, what made a person tick? What was really unique about them? And you could write something that was uh, short. It doesn't have to be particularly long, but two or three hundred words, and that sounds like a lot, but when you start writing it, it really isn't. But, but two or three hundred words, a couple of pictures, and you're able to, to, to post on a blog a memorial tribute to that individual. Now, you know and I know that if I've got a, whatever it is, blogger or WordPress blog, and I post that, that lives on the Internet, and it gives people then who are connected with that individual or the family a place for them to be able, in the privacy of their home, to post their memories, their fond memories, their thoughts. And not everybody's going to do that, but what if 10 people did? Well, when they come to the blog, as you know, not only can they write whatever their thoughts, their fond memories might be, but when they post it on the blog, that blog would obviously have information about the service provider, a.k.a. the funeral home. So it's an instant, immediate advertisement about the funeral home while at the same time providing the opportunity for that family to engage and to say how important that individual was. Now, seems simple, but if you, did, if you were a 300 call firm and there were 10 people for every family that decided they would post something, you just happened to capture 3,000 email addresses or 3,000 people were able to uh, visit the site and really connect the dots with who you are and what you wanted to say and they will appreciate the fact that you took the simple time to help expand that process of being able to to remember that person for sure now that's just one example mm -hmm. of of a host of examples that I that I'm hoping to 
to communicate so that people can start to think about, way. you know, it's not just about going on Facebook and sending apps. It really is about how do I connect with more people in a way they would like to be connected with. For sure. Uh, absolutely. And and we, we can't just get stuck there um, on, on Facebook, although it's, you know, right now the, you know, the leader of, you know, the most the most, I think the most time spent on a website is, is Facebook now. And, uh, but there's all these other things, as you said, that, uh, <clears throat> you know, Facebook cycles through its posts pretty quickly where right. on a blog, that's going to be more, uh, accessible over a longer period of time. And, and yeah, if you're, if the funeral home is the one that was the, the conduit of being able to make that happen, that, um, you know, over time, it's going to it's going to really pay some dividends, and especially Chuck, you, you know, they've got all the information. They just spent an hour with the family or more. Uh, the obituary itself is probably two or three hundred words. So if they just to personalize that, it probably wouldn't be that big of a step to um, to create what you're what you're suggesting. And they've already got the photos because they needed those for the pamphlets right. or the video tribute or what have you. So, well, that's a great idea. Well, you know, it's Robin, it's a value add if you think about it. It, it, it. It's an automatic way. You know, anybody that is associated with that service, if you say the day after the service, by the way, you might want to go to the uh, GallagherFuneralHome.wordpress.com blog because we're going to have a tribute uh, about your mother posted there. Well, good golly, I'm, I'm automatically driving traffic. And, and, you know, I'm 52 years old. Obviously, I'm associated with these things. Wouldn't be talking about it if if I wasn't. But you know, as, as the next 25 years passes, reality is that the baby boomers who are absolutely connected with this are going to be growing, and we like communicating this way. So you want to be, if you're a funeral home or a cemetery, on the front edge of where your customer base is, not sitting back wondering where did they go when someone else has taken the front lead and uh, and started to capture the market. For sure, because it's it's um, you you want to start as soon as you can, and you don't have to worry about making mistakes because you can go back and edit things or delete things if you need to. But instead of right. waiting for five years and then trying to catch up on fifteen hundred families, that's just never going to happen. You know, if that if that right. in in your scenario. So, um, and I think that's the the great thing with our little kind of one two punch that we have going at the at the convention where you'll be able to give them the ideas and then I can, uh, I can help them actually put those ideas into practice and, and you know what, they can just start using it and maybe not everyone's going to do 10 of the suggestions, but if they started doing five and they did those five now compared to when they would get into it two or three years down the road, they've just got a two or three year head start, And, you know, by then they'll, they'll be the ones that are the experts because you know, I've only been doing this for a few years. It's not, uh, you know, it just happened that I started doing it before a lot of other people did. And uh, but the the head start isn't that isn't that far ahead. No, and 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 you know, uh, uh, kudos to you, Robin, because the reality is that the, the message that you're getting out there is at least again exposing folks to what could be. And, and there will be those, those firms that, for whatever reason, are, are, are unwilling to, to take the plunge, so to speak, and to move forward. And then there are going to be those firms that, as you say, maybe they'll do three or four of the, of the ten suggestions, but that's all it takes. 
um, people on the receiving end, I don't need to be inundated with, with um, Facebook, Plaxo, MySpace. I, I don't have to be everywhere. I just need to be there doing something, and I know that I'm doing probably more than 95% of my competitors at this point. Exactly. And one of the neat things that we're, we're going to talk about at the end of the day there is using some of the tools like um, Ping FM where you can actually bring a lot of these things together. So you, you want to say one thing, but you actually get to say it on four or five of your different networks. So um, because, right. because as you know, you can spend a lot of time on there. And so the more efficient we can be, the better. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the cool thing, at least for you and, and, and I, to some extent, but more for you because of what you're in, is right now it's Ping FM and Twitter and Facebook and, and so forth. Good golly, we don't have a clue what it's going to be in the next three to five years, but we will be more technologically connected. And those people who don't choose to be will find themselves, um, they might find themselves in business, but eventually they will not realize where their business went because of those people who have chosen to uh, embrace it and move forward with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, Chuck, this has been uh, been great to chat with you. And, uh, you know, we've been Facebook friends for well over a year now. And uh, first time we've actually got to speak live and we'll get to see each other live here in a couple weeks. Uh, hey, Chuck, before I let you go, any uh, final comments or thoughts? No, no other than I, 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 for the people that are going to be at the ICCFA, I think we're going to have – uh, a great meeting, and I'm charged up about being able to to share some of the ideas. Uh, I'm actually more charged up right now than I, than I was because I think it's very cool that you're going to be able to literally help them through that process because taking that first step is always the challenge. And again, kudos to you for helping the folks there take that first step. That will be a great session. Well, hey, thanks a lot, Chuck. Take care. Okay. Well, I'd like to thank Chuck Gallagher from American, uh, American Funeral Financial, who will be presenting the ABCs of social networking at ICCFA's annual convention that is going to be held in San Antonio, Texas, from March 10th to 13th. For more information and registration details, visit www.iccfa.com. And if you're going to be attending the convention, make sure that you or one of your team members brings your laptop and make sure that you attend Chuck's session first and then the Technology Track Workshop where we'll be able to walk you through the steps of getting your firm using and leveraging the power of Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Check back soon for another Tech Track Tuesday ICCFA pre-conference interview. On behalf of the Funeral Gurus, this is Robin Heppel.